Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason Parker. Oh my god, are you using my full name? Because in three weeks time, a new Jason Parker single will be released. And everyone will be calling me Jason Parker. I thought you were about to say in three weeks' time it's my birthday. And I was like, it kind of is. But it's more like five weeks. Yeah, the countdown is definitely on for my birthday. But I haven't... That's not what we're here to talk about. No. I haven't even had time to think about my birthday at all. I actually, in my mind, am organizing something special i don't know what that is yet what it looks like but there will be something special happening for my birthday my birthday is on the 20th of september for those of you who haven't already got it as a yearly reminder in their uh google cal or iCal, whatever calendar you use oh can i talk um, about that for a second so go pop off sis well, office worker i go on. have recently become someone that has to use microsoft more than I ever have before. So I've got to use Teams and Outlook and the calendar along with Outlook. And it is, it's not enjoyable to me. I'm really trying to make my calendar the way I like it, but I'm a Google Docs and Google Cal girl. And like, I'm sure I'll get there. I'm sure like in three months, it'll, I'll be all about Microsoft. But heck, it's been a wild ride. Wow. I know nothing about either of those things, like, fully. Like, you are the Google girl in this relationship that Mm -hmm. we have. But what I feel like you will find is that Microsoft probably just, like, has way more stuff that it can do. And you'll be like, whoa, this is something I thought of in Google and just, like, didn't know how to do and Microsoft just does it. Totally. There's a lot. There's a lot. But now I'm also excited because there's a whole new, like, genre of TikToks that I can get into, which are Microsoft Teams TikToks, you know? Oh, how-to Teams. No, not how-to, just, like... When you hear your Teams thing go off or, like, you scroll your um, mouse pad to make it look like you're online. It was more, like, lockdown times that I was seeing those and not being able to fully appreciate them. But here I am. Wow, you're on Teams Talk. Teams Talk, that's it, exactly. Um, How is the job going? It's really good, yeah. I'm going out for a G&O on Friday, which is girls' night out. Oh, I th- I was like gin and orange. Oh, maybe I'll get one of those. Um, if you can't already tell, I've been sick over the weekend, so it was like that thing of showing up to work, being like, "I'm full of energy. It's a Monday. I want to impress you, but I feel like I'm dying. But I don't have COVID. How long do you have to do that for? I just did it for the day. I feel so much better today. Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. And, like, not to talk about the weather, but golly, it's been crazy in Wellington. 
Wow, tell us more. I was walking from the bus to into the school today and I was just like, in my like usual Wellington rage. And then I thought, you know, God, Jason doesn't get to do this anymore. I should be grateful. I was just wondering, mm-hmm. are faculty allowed to catch the school bus? Do you know, I actually kind of got told off by a bus driver. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about it. So you would think, right? Essentially, like, there's lots of buses that go to the school. But there was one that I was getting, which was, like, the number out to the school. But it was said it was going to kill Bernie. And so here am I thinking, okay, I can get on this bus. And I did it for three days. And then the last time I did it, because I haven't gotten on it since, the driver was like, can I just ask, do you work here? Are you a teacher? I was like, no, I work in the office. And he was like, oh, trying to get away with it, are you? I was like, get away with a lot. No, but maybe it's free, but I still had to tap on and tap off. And it did charge me. And so he was like, oh, just so you know, if you're getting on this bus, you've got to tell the driver that you're, like, that you work there. I was like, okay, well, now you've put me off and I'm getting an earlier bus. I wonder why you need to take that. You need to face your fear (laughs) and you need to take that bus again. I know. Well, to be honest, that bus didn't actually get me there in the best time. So I should be getting an earlier bus, but... Even today, when I thought my bus wasn't showing up, I was like, oh my god, this scary bus driver's going to show up, and I'm going to have to get on, and he's going to be like, I told you. I wonder what you were getting away That's with. That's I have like, no what idea. Is it? Steph, this is an open expose <laughs> right now into school buses of Wellington City, okay? okay. You are reporter mm-hmm. Steph. Oh, speaking of reporting, we have just released a gorgeous little interview with our friend of the pod, Tia Ward, uh, One for the Road, interviewed by Steph Moore, yes. and it's really sweet. I was talking about her EP on last week's episode, so if you manage to check it out, um, that is the continuation of that story. But speaking of last week's episode, firstly, I want to say, Jason, you sound a lot more chirpier today, and I'm sure everyone will be glad to hear that you're feeling better. And hey, if yeah. you don't, if there's a moment where you don't feel good again, that's okay too, obviously. But not on my no. time. You're getting away with it, are you? <laughs> but as many messages as you got reaching out with concern, did you receive any messages about Nathan King's Never Too Late? Because in fact, I did. Not even one. Not even from Nathan King himself. Yeah, that was shocking. Who I assume still follows me. Don't look, Justin Gales. Nah, he will. He will. He's still there. Guys, it's fine. Is it Nathan King underscore Z? Well, a friend of the pod, Alex, messaged saying that she remembers Nathan King performing at the Wellington Christmas at the Basin Reserve in 2007, and that she's pretty sure that was the night he debuted Never Too Late. Huge moment. Whoa. I wonder if Christmas at the Basin Reserve is like a spin-off of... Is it like Rhythm and Alps, Rhythm and Vines? Of Christmas in the Park? Yes. Well, Alex, can you tell us? Are you sure you never went? Did you not get bought like, to Wellington for things like that? No, girl. No, oh. no. The first Christmas in the Park I ever went to was in Christchurch, but I definitely used to watch it on TV. Yeah. God, oh, yeah. that meant, 
So I haven't been keeping up with um, The Masked Singer, which, but I'm really happy Anika Moore is on there, and you've probably all seen, but if you don't follow James Mustapick, you need to, and if you haven't watched his series on TVNZ On Demand, you absolutely must, but um, he... And I don't even know if it's been revealed that Drew Nemia was on The Masked Singer, but essentially the first episode came out and he was like, I am, I believe that Drew is one of the singers. And so, of course, I was lying in bed trying to fall asleep and like jumped onto three now and like um, zoomed through all the like different clips to find the one. And it's definitely Drew. Wait, I should check and see if there's been any more reveals. What was Drew Nemia's hit? Do you think Drew Nemia's on Spotify? Yeah. Drew Nemia, for those of you who don't know, was like a TV presenter of... Was it Sticky TV? Yeah. Was it, yeah, Sticky TV. Yeah, With yeah, yeah. Kanoa, I think, um, in the day. Oh, no. The only other person that's been revealed has been Guy Williams. N-E-E-M-I-A? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just found Drew Nemia, but it was like a Drew Nemia profile. Oh, like, own. I assume it's what... <laughs> yes, so he's got um, a shower playlist, <laughs> which has 33 likes. So this is what Drew Nemia is listening to in the shower. Ooh. There's only there's only 17 minutes. Is That's a long that shower, is. isn't he's it? He's obviously got gas like you. Oh, my God. There's a playlist called Love Mix, which I assume is what he bangs Well, that's to. what I was insinuating with his shower. Yes. See, if you can't insinuate about Drew Nemia having a shower, his lovemaking playlist is 45 minutes long. Wow. Just so you you know, boys and girls. Oh, yeah, this is it. NZ Omnia funding, this was. He definitely fucks to this song. Oh, This is so Justin Timberlake wannabe. I don't remember this at all, do you? Yeah. Someone commented... Wait, is it Drew? Oh no, it's James! Must have been. Yeah, wait, let me hit the chorus. Okay, so... There's like... The first comment is James must have picked one year ago. Thank you for uploading this. Because it was only uploaded in 2020. <laughs> wow. Mixes. Wow. Because Drew Nemia has blocked James. We've, we've actually got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, fully. I actually did match with him on several different apps and we never yeah. chatted. So. That would be intimidating, like, matching with the comedian. I mean, you've got more experience in that than I do. <laughs> matched with a comedian yeah. I know I've really matched with a few New Zealand comedians I've never met up with any of them though but like do you feel pressure in that situation to be funny I mean I guess we're both funny no. so it's like when would you ever feel pressure no to way. be funny to be honest and like this is no shade to any comedians out <laughs> there but like comedians are awkward yeah I think like for a lot of comedians I'm really assuming yeah yeah generalize go off this generalize that like their obviously their true self comes to life on the stage you know like to me comedians are like dark souls who find the humor really and need to tell us a stage 
about it. That's a comedian to me. I just like off the cuff comedian energy. Absolutely. Yeah. But not all. Yeah. Of them. I think it's different. I think it depends on who you are, really. Yeah. I mean, Brinley, she's got it. <laughs> she has got it off and on she stage. Does. Absolutely. She's the only one you can because you don't I haven't matched with her I never matched with her damn it Brynn, seriously you did in another way a friendship way I know so nice she looks like she's having the greatest time in Europe because everyone's in Europe oh wait can we call the UK Europe anymore um no. well she was in Europe first she was in um Amsterdam. Okay. now she's in Edinburgh yeah, I know. Gotcha. My cousin Natasha. Gorgeous. Hi, Natasha. She probably doesn't have time right now to listen, but she's at the Fringe managing stages. I'm like, I hope she's hanging out with oh. them. Oh, she will be. She better be. She better be. Speaking of um, New Zealand music, like hit New Zealand music that really um, got you going, I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, my friend, literal friend and friend of the pod page. Yes. She just released uh, her first new solo song in almost a mm. year. And it has a really adorable music video. She's like been working in a florist and the song is called, I hope you knew. And I would love if everyone could go and check it out and support Paige because she just, Deserves the world. Yeah, it's a really honest, well-produced, well-written pop song, and I just want her to, like, fly. I've also been going to a lot of gigs recently. I went to see Muroki live uh, two weeks ago. I didn't talk about it last week because I was too in my feelings to remember anything that I'd done. <laughs> but that was a crazy gig. It was such a crazy gig. The fire alarm was forcibly turned what? on halfway through the opening act. Yes, someone punched the fire alarm and turned it on. And so then we all had to go outside and then Maroki was just like hanging out, being like, yo, taking selfies with fans. Everyone was trashed. Because um, it was on so late, I've never felt older. Mm. Yeah. That happened to me recently legit. too. Oh, and how did you survive? Um, do you know what? I just... I almost didn't because it was like mm. a Wednesday night free g- gig at iGum gig. And so like, I should have thought yeah. it through, but, um, and it was our friend's band mystery waitress. And I just was like at the point where I was like, I want to be able to see, like, I want to see my friends. I want to hear them. You're all yelling. And I just yeah. had to cope with it. Student yeah. night. What I've found works is if you just close your eyes and, like, sway oh, yeah. that you're actually sleeping. <laughs> I like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick power nap. Went to see Georgia Lines. Was amazing. I just, like, cannot believe the level up vibe. The From the first, very first time I saw Georgia Lines, there was maybe 15 people in mm. the audience. No joke. To this, a fully packed out, huge stage. Mm. It was amazing. She had audience interaction. She had costume changes. She played the drums. She had amazing opening acts. Yaya, 
opened up for her. Mm. Uh, go check out her song Little Joy if you haven't. It's my favorite one. And she gave me a little shout out as well. She was like, Jason Parker's here. And I was like, oh, my God. I accept. And this Friday, uh, if you're around in Auckland, friend of the pod, I don't even know if he knows the pod exists, but an artist called Macy is playing at Galatos, and I will be there. And he works at this really cute bar that is I will take you to, Steph, called 1901 in Ponsonby. Oh. So sweet. <coughs> and he's playing at Galantos, opening, uh, no, a single release party, and everyone should go check Great. it out. Great. I love it. So is that a collective first sip for you? Whoa. Yeah, that was, I guess that was a collective first sip. Um, yeah. Good. Was there anything was... else you'd like to add while you were here? Oh, I also just want to add one more song, which is not by a New Zealand artist, but I would like everyone to go out and listen to Beach House by Carly Rae Jepsen. It's hilarious. It is so fucking funny. I love it. Especially like... Probably going to harvest your organs. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just men, you know, like... Ah... I know. I think, like, I, I'm like Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Still? She's having these issues. I know. Like, There's no hope girl. for any of us. Um, my wow, first wow. sip is kind of bizarre, but great. So those of you, like, we're all familiar with white noise, right? White noise, you put it on to, like, calm babies, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I recently discovered on TikTok that there is something called brown noise, which you can listen to, and it... I, I don't actually, I should have Googled. That's like my quote of everything. I should have looked this up. But the difference between the two, but essentially brown noise shuts off your inner thoughts. So if you are like wanting to fall asleep, but you can't turn your brain off, or maybe you want to meditate, take a five minute like break. Brown noise on Spotify is so good and it works, I swear. So I am laughing at you saying brown noise because you've told me about brown noise before oh. and uh, my boyfriend listens to, he has to have something playing while he goes to mm. sleep. And so I don't know what he was playing before brown noise, but it was really aggressive. Is it a noise? And so... Like a... Yeah, it was a noise. Like a rainfall noise. Right. Like forest rain or something like that. Like... And you imagine that going all night. Luckily, I'm a really good sleeper. It's It was really nice. But introduce him to brown noise. So now when I'm like, we're having a sleepover, I go to sleep to brown wow. noise. You would go to sleep to anything, though. You're not the right person to be judging this. <laughs> no, I like brown noise. I get it. There's also pink noise, which is really aggressive. Oh, really? Yeah, that's really aggressive. But brown noise, it you described it to me as hearing the sea behind the sand dunes. Did I? No. Did I say yes. that? Yes. I'm pretty sure it okay. was you. If anyone is listening who you're like, no, Did that we was do me, it on the podcast? Then... Have I talked about this? No, no, no. When you came up to oh, Auckland. Oh, wow. So I've been brown noising for a while, on and off. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> you're, you're a brown noise original. <laughs> noise, not nose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay, so we had so much reaction to our silly little episode a couple of episodes ago that 
Well, actually, we didn't think. Our friend, the gorgeous Pinky Promise, a.k.a. Nathan Tunbridge, came up with the idea that we should introduce a new segment to just um, continue the silliness. So we are kicking off this week our new segment. Hi, silly. Hi, silly. (laughs) (laughs) We need a soundboard. Okay. I don't think it has a theme no. song. Maybe it's just like, hi, That's silly. What I, I think silly. And I think we just say silly, silly in a silly, silly. way. Silly. Silly, 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 Yeah. Silly. So how the segment is going to work silly. is we are both going to bring, and it's an occasional segment, but maybe it'll be a every week. We'll see. Um, we're both going to bring something silly to the table. And Jason said it could be current events, like a random news story that's silly, something that's happened to you. So, Jason, I'd like you to kick us off with your silly little story. Hi, silly! My silly little story involves none other than number one, Fanny Bryce, (laughs) Leah Michelle. So today, today Leah Michelle released a video proving to the world that she can, in fact, read. (laughs) There was this huge rumor we've talked about on the pod before that uh, Leah Michelle could not mm. read, and it kind of got out of control. Where it was just like, can can maybe she can't read? So she has thought that uh, to quash is that the yep, word quash? To quash all the rumors, she would read a children's story as part of the SAG. Um, video series where they read stories to children. Mm. And the story was called Rosie Revere Engineer. And to be honest, she was bad at reading a children's story. When I was a kid and I was getting read to... Were you judgy? I wanted... Oh, well, I wanted characters. (laughs) I wanted different voices. I wanted breath work. She was so soft. I just think that it's so silly that a small Twitter rumor can literally lead to Leah Michelle having to prove that she can read by reading a children's story really badly. I would not show that to my children. It's very bizarre, isn't it? The whole rumor situation. But I will be watching. Oh, yeah. It's seven minutes of her reading. I couldn't even tell you what the story was about. I can tell you that she read it in a really boring way. It's because she's on her, like, I need everyone to like me again. Fully. She is fully in her head. Okay. Hi, silly. Hi, silly. So this is actually something I've been thinking about for a while. And I kind of want your opinion on it. So my contribution to the High Silly segment this week is the idea of calling someone silly as flirting. Because I recently have been talking to someone for like a while-ish, a small while, and like there have definitely been times when he's called me silly. And I think I'm into it. Because it's not in a degrading way, I assume. (laughs) No, it won't be. No. I would just like to say, before High Silly became a pop culture phenomenon yeah. because of Kick On's Pod, I was saying to my boyfriend, like, 
this is so silly. Everything is so silly. In a flirty way. Yeah. There's something kind of hot about the word silly. Is it because I say it and it reminds me? You know what? I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's maybe when you like hear that from someone that you want to be flirting with you. I think it's um, very disarming in a good way where you're just like, oh my God, they just said silly. Like that is so silly. And I love silly. Yeah. I think it's just the love of silly. It's like you're using a good word. The thing is silly in my mind. Like if I was to look in uh, Webster's dictionary, if I looked up the word silly, it would say Ross. I was going for Ross Geller, but my mind was like, Michaela. But also Alice. But I also thought Gumbly. <laughs> oh my God. You have to keep this in. <laughs> Fuck. Oh shit. Really... Ross Geller. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ross Geller. <laughs> He's like, it's so silly. I love silliness. Do you remember that episode? No. no oh, God. I don't know. Literally, my brain was like, Ross Gumbly. <laughs> Why am I laughing like an asthmatic? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. oh, God. That is going to be good for the three people that know who those people are. <laughs> okay. Let's get it so see. Nathan, you were right. It was silly. And thank you for coming to our new segment. (laughs) Hi, silly. That will be back when we decide. I think from there we go straight into our peak too soon. No life for the party? (laughs) Let's be negative. I mean life for the party. I mean life for the party. I think from there we go straight into our lives of the party. What do you have for your life of the party this okay, week, Steve? Okay, so my life of the party is, uh, in, as, in a broad sense, uh, are our listeners. Because I've had Aww. some really great interactions with a lot of our listeners recently. And two of them in particular, who have also been guests, um, I have written down. The first is the lovely Anna Worthington, Cakes by Anna, who, just the best. And she, Yes. Oh, I'm seeing her this weekend, actually. I know. Boom, boom, Do you know, boom. she sent me a gift over the weekend. Has she gifted? A, a no. bottle of Vita wine, which you guys should all buy from Everyday Wine. Um, it was just, and, and a poster. Like for your new job? Yes. It was like a random act of kindness. It was the, honestly, it made me feel so special. Isn't that so cute? How did she know your address? Well, Tom, her brother Tom asked me, so then he got this massive thank. I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. He was like, I didn't send you that. I was like, oh. so then I was so yeah, but it was so sweet. But she has been wanting us to discuss the series Everything I Know About Love, which is on TVNZ on demand. So, I just want everyone to 
watch it and at some point we'll have a discussion about it but it is really heartwarming it's a no a tv show from the novel that has been adapted by dolly alderton and it's kind of the story about friendship and dating and your did 20s. you watch it yeah it's really great okay i'll add it to my list of things to honestly do. it's really enjoyable funny humor relatable it made me think a lot about our lives in sydney just like the absolute chaos wow yeah um and the friendship not just the chaos show chaos and friendship so she is one and the other is our lovely friend ruby jones who messaged us last week after hearing the episode and suggested well she apologized for the cheesiness but recommended that we both listen to an audiobook called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Wiest, read by Abby Craden. And this is what Ruby said. She said, I'm not at all into self-help stuff. It usually just makes me cringe, but this one is especially brilliant. I have found it especially nourishing on days when I feel like I'm in a funk and can't change my train of thought about something or a situation. Now you can get the audiobook on Libby, which another recommendation if you guys don't know what Libby is, it's such a great app. Oh, is this your first experience? Agreed. That could be a first sip. Uh no, I've actually downloaded the Libby app before, but I only know that because when I went to re-download it, it was like you've already downloaded this. So I don't know why I originally downloaded mm. it. But it is so good. You literally just sign up using your library card from wherever you're from in the country. Mm-hmm. And there are, like, basically unlimited books to download. Mm. And you it's just like a library. You have a limited amount of time to listen to the audiobook um, or read the ebook, mm. And it's free. So good. I also found this, the audiobook on Spotify, but it's not very high quality. So if you can put up with Well, wow, the one on Libby, yeah, is good. The one on Libby is awesome. And today I'm like three hours through the 11 hour. This is my first experience with an audiobook wow. as well. So I'm three hours through the book. And I've discovered that if I wear a beanie to work, I can put my headphones under the beanie. You'll be real. I was like, that is some retail shit. Genius, yeah. eh? And then, and if I just keep my phone on me, I can pause it when people ask me a question. Thank God they're not noise cancelling. Well, they are noise oh. cancelling. Thank God. <laughs> Actually, thank God they're noise cancelling. <laughs> So, and I'm actually, I think the more I do it, the better I'll get at um, not having to press pause and lip reading. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, yeah. Yes. So everyone, please go and read that. Even if you like, well, listen yeah. to it. If you like took a little bit at a time, you know, you don't have to listen to it all in one week. It could just be when you're needing it. The good thing about this book is that it's kind of like bullet points. Mm. So every single section is like a, a different topic, say like, how do you define happiness? And then there are like a hundred reasons or 101 reasons of like how happiness can be defined. Mm. And that just makes you think a lot of the things I'm either like, oh my God, like, yes, that is a way that I need to start thinking in. Or I'm like, wow, I actually already do that. And it's like, affirming and me being like oh like 
I am on the True. right track. I mean, a lot of self-help stuff is probably just you thinking, like, it could probably potentially be counterintuitive if you're already feeling shit and then whatever you're listening to or reading is, like, not inspiring you so you just feel worse. Mm. And then I think you get put off. I think a lot of it, for, a lot of it for me is, like, defining success and, mm. like, what success looks like and, like, being a... 30 year old millennial and not and knowing that I need I've got a place to be and I've got somewhere to go and that my life as it is right now although awesome like really good it's not it's not it yeah but also realizing that there's no destination like there's not an arrival point you don't just arrive and then suddenly you're like Yay, I did it. Like, life still goes on after that. There was a a bit in the book that was, like, talking about how when you reach an obstacle that even though it's hard and maybe unexpected, it is actually just the journey telling you that you're in the right Mm. spot and getting you to open your mind and figure out how to overcome the obstacle or take a new path direction. Mm. Whoa. And yeah. And just how to like deal with thinking about that instead of just like, uh, letting your anxiety get to you or like your dark thoughts, just be like, Oh my God, nothing is going right for me. What the fuck? It's, it's getting you to retrain your brain to say like, Oh my God, we've come up to an obstacle. Something great is about to happen. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. severance. (laughs) Ooh, bitch. So yeah. Thank you, Ruby. Really appreciate you. And also spoiler alert. I've got this like cool little art project coming along that Ruby was involved in. It's going to be like a Jason Parker sticker sheet that will come out at some point. So watch this space. Um, do you have anything else to add to a life of the party? Um, my life of the party this week was that I finally finished drag race all stars. Oh, great. Yes, and I know that I am super late. Oh, well, I already knew that Jinx Monsoon had Mm. won, so I was super happy about that. Very, very proud of Jinx. I do think that Trinity the Tuck deserved to be in the final two and was really confused about Monet being in the final two. Did not understand that, but really happy for Monet. It was a very confusing season because literally anyone could have won Anyone could have taken home the prize. Anything could have happened. I would have been happy for any one of them because they all deserved it so much. Totally. I think there were some bizarre calls. Like, I do think Evie should have gone through. Agreed. And... Wait, Evie did go through. Oh, you mean Evie should have won against uh, Raja? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. But I... But I also do know that it was important for Raja to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was overall phenomenal. I would love to see it again. I would love like a Alaska, Sasha Velour, Sharon Needles. You know it's happening. You know it. You know that Sharon and Alaska will be together. That would just a Trixie. Violet yeah, as well. Aquaria. Trixie said she won't do I it. I don't again. think Trixie needs to. 
I don't think Trixie needs to. Uh, it could. Like, I just don't think Trixie has the. Oh, and she could prove like me wrong. Like the personality, the resilience. Is that what you mean? Like, I don't think she has the level of like, like drag race winner. Yeah. Drag being being a drag race contestant is different than being a drag queen. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think. But I mean, if she goes on, I'll be I'll be here for it, and I will be rooting for her. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's get into our peak too soon's then. I might get you to go first because I'm assuming yours might be something I've written down, and I've got a few. Okay, well, mine is actually more of a conversation with you. Oh. So, as you all know, a few weeks ago, I was fully invested in Love Island. Yes. And then. I I got sick and I stopped and I never picked it back up. But now after the the aftermath of Love Island, I'm watching it, I'm reading it online and I kind of am like did I miss out? Did I was I left out of the conversation? And I just want to know like what were your final thoughts on Love Island as a whole? Okay. Um, I think you were left out of the conversation, but there are lots of conversations to be had, you know? Like, that's okay. I think until it, it was great until they all were actually in love. So when they, like, started introducing, like, sort of after movie night, it got really boring. And so watching to the end was kind of shit. Like, Lots of people that I've talked to have been like, no, we watch it for the love. Like, we want to watch... We started this, we're going to finish it. I could have stopped watching after movie night, to be fair. But I will love Davide and Ekin Sue forever. I hope they last. I'm not sure whether they will. Interesting. Is it part of the Love Island winner's brand to stay in the relationship? Or is it fine if they, like, happily uncouple? I think it's fine if they happily uncouple. I mean, there are lots of couples still together, but I think it's fine. They got their money. They've got their brand deals. Fully. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll watch it again next year happily. I think that I haven't watched the reunion yet, but um, my flatmates didn't sound like they enjoyed it. Um, I just feel like there's maybe a little bit of like a no accountability like no one being held to account for anything that they did like the guys and I know that it's kind of hard but some of the stuff that they were doing was pretty awful in Casa Amor especially Mm. and I just haven't seen and like some of the way like Luca talked to Gemma I just I don't like it but then again it's like that's what the show is about right So, yes, I think next year, give it a little bit more of a chance. I've got so much free time now. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do with myself. Listen to an audiobook on Libby. Yes, I should. Okay, so my peak too soon then, seeing as it's not yours, was the breakup of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, which I still refuse to believe. I'm actually sad about it. I was at work... On a Saturday, and I literally was, like, washing someone's hair. There were quite a few people at the basin. 
being I also have a hairdressing job. I don't know if it, anyone knows that. Anyway, surprise. Washing someone's here at the basin, there were a few of us at the basin, and I literally was like, guys, I just need to stop for a second. And everyone was Whoa. like silent and they were worried. And I was like, I just I just don't know how to tell you this, but have you heard the news? Oh no. Do you watch the Kardashians? They all said no. Really? I know, isn't that weird? I think in a salon of, like, that vibe, that's weird. Especially since I started watching the Kardashians. I'm like, why does no one else? (laughs) And I explained to them that something devastating had happened. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were no more. Yeah, and so no one cared. No one cared at all. Yeah, I'm really shocked I didn't... Well... There were rumblings online. I'd kind of seen people being like, they're going to announce their breakup. Um, but I just, I need to know more. But I guess we'll get more when the show starts. I Yes, we will. I think what it was, was proximity and time management. If you're in a relationship, mm. you need to make time and you need to be there for that person. Otherwise, what is the point? Well, I wonder if they were just going to maybe see what happened, but. Does, do people know that Chloe's surrogate had her baby on the same day? And so I was wondering whether it was like a specific strategic decision to announce it earlier that day because everyone knows they broke up, but Chloe's baby being born is like kind of gone under the radar a little bit in terms fully, of Fully, So who knows, but I can't wait till that second season comes out because we haven't even got to Pete on camera yet. No, I can't wait. And also, which I think I'll start watching this weekend, thanks to friend of the pod, Nomi Cohen, Chris Jenner has just released a masterclass in branding. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Did Nomi watch it? No, she just has a masterclass subscription that I will be borrowing. Great. Yeah. Um, and my other peak too soon, because I'm just having two of everything. Are you saying Pete's too is... soon? <laughs> That's the title of it. <laughs> Great. Um, so Teresa Giudice from The Real Housewives of New mm-hmm. Jersey was married this week uh, to her fiancé, Louis, who, you know, there's been controversy, and her and her, bro- her brother did not attend the wedding, which is not good. But my peak too soon, second time around, is her hair. And I'd just like your opinion on it as a professional. Is it a beehive with a waterfall in the back? It, it is, yes. Um, I have one word for it. Camp. It's very camp. It looks like Marge it, Simpson it on her wedding day. That must be There's heaps 1, of fake 000, hair. 1,500 bobby pins, apparently. $7,000 worth of human hair. Yeah. Um, I'll post it on our Instagram. She is like a gypsy post. That's like my big fat gypsy wedding. Yeah. I do not think it's fashion. I do think that it is living your best life, though. Yeah, like, like you're getting married for the second time. You, you're hot. You Not that she wasn't hot already, but like she's feeling her oats. Yeah, that's, that's rosé all day. But the last thing I was going to say is that she said that her fiancé prefers her hair out of her face, and that's why she did her hair like that. Which, to that I say, no way am I doing 
my hair on my wedding day for my husband if I ever legit unless they are a fucking unless they are Kanye West like <laughs> yeah. go okay let's say the mantra we've been talking for so long <sighs> 2001, 2001 to 2008, 2008. There, there ain't a song, a song that we hate. Jason, what song are you adding to the playlist this week? Well, 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 I was actually shocked to learn the song wasn't already on the playlist. And due to the recent Whoa. controversy surrounding Beyonce's renaissance with this specific oh. artist, I will be adding Khalees' Milkshake to the playlist. That's a good one. It actually is. So they've taken that sample off? Yeah, so Beyonce has removed the Khalees sample, which from what I've read about it, basically um, Khalees worked with two producers, uh, one of them being... Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. One of them being Pharrell, and she signed a contract with the two producers and in the original chats, they were all going to do a third, third, third split of the, um, the money. And that didn't happen. And their argument was that she signed a contract and she, her argument is that like, she was just doing what she was told to do and trusted them. And so she's not making any money from milkshake. That's fucked up. And so when it appeared on Beyonce's album, she wasn't asked about it because she, I guess, doesn't own the masters or the rights or I don't know. But it's her song. I mean, it's her ideas. It's her thoughts. And yeah, that's, that's that was what her issue with it being on Renaissance was. So Beyonce was just like, well, I'll remove it. And she did, but doesn't mean it's any less of a banger. So we stream it. She gets nothing. On that, um, oh, <laughs> on that note, I forgot that I wanted to recommend this podcast, which um, came up on my feed, which was pushed out by the cut, but is a podcast from Vulture um, and New York Magazine. They're all the same um, company, but. And it's a new podcast called Into It, and it's the title is Into It, The Business of Beyonce. And I would say, like, some of it is good. It's their first ever episode. Some of it is not great. But I think if you guys skip forward, I'll put the um, link in our show notes. But there's a conversation between a couple of writers about um, essentially what we've talked about on here before, like the Beyonce releasing her self-titled secret album and how that changed how the music industry now works. Yeah, fully. And I think it was a really great breakdown and it also like talks a lot about her as a black woman and what how that has informed other um like musicians and I just think it's really great. So I'll link that. Great. Did you see that um Beyonce and Madonna released a remix of oh, yes, um, Break so My Soul good. and they referenced Lizzo in it. I saw the her TikTok. Oh my god! I was just like, "This is queens on queens on queens." She like lists off heaps of amazing women, which oh yeah, god, thank yes. you. Um, now my song is actually in honor of my former work wife Ruby, who reminded me of the song, and I was just like, "Oh my god." crazy great song it's from 2002 and it is move your feet by junior senior everybody move your feet and feel your body, body. 
That's hot. Great song. Great song. So that is on the playlist. Yeah. Love it. I love it. I was, oh, I think I was telling you last week that my biggest fear when I started my new job was that they wouldn't listen to music while they worked. And I should put that. That's been quashed. That's been quashed. It's been quashed. It's been quashed. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode. We, as always, are Jason and Steph of Kick On's Pod. It's true. It's the fucking truth. We (laughs) are Jason. We are Steph. And we are from Kick On's Pod. Yes. Thanks. And guys, keep your eyes out on our socials. There's some giveaways happening. There's some articles that uh, Steph has worked really hard on. So go give them a read. We are hyping up new artists and some you already know. And honestly, we would love you to get involved at Pod on Instagram. And we will be streaming everywhere that podcasts are available. And message us your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Boom. And your recommendations, so you can do our jobs for And us. also your high sillies. <laughs> like, if there's just something oh. absolutely silly that is happening in your life, like, we need to know. Oh, we could do anonymous high <gasps> silly. Oh, Ooh, that's good. That's good. Bye. Bye. <laughs>